You're listening to The Fashion Detour, a show that provides insights into the minds of creatives within the fashion industry. My name is Michal Goldfein, and I'm sitting down with the creators to talk about their processes, their inspirations, and lessons they've learned along the way. Hi everyone, I am super thrilled because this week we have two amazing guests. Their names are Shana and Chava, and they are the designers and the dynamic duo behind the brand Anna and Ava. How are you girls? We're great. great. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here. Yes, it's amazing. And um, you make beautiful headscarves. I love the I love the prints. Um, you know, I just uh, love the colors, and I would love to know what inspired you to start your brand. Okay, so basically, Chava and I met in FIT. Um, I was already married. Chava was single at the time, and in school, we you know we didn't have much to do with each other in school. Then Chava married. We moved into the same neighborhood. And we met randomly like at a coffee shop and I had started, I was dabbling and stuff and we just over coffee were like, let's start this business. Let's start making beautiful things together. And it really, from that moment on, it's just been a sisterhood, a friendship, a business. It's been just a dream. Thank God. And I'm curious, so why, what made you gravitate towards designing accessories and um, the headscarves and the ties and things like that. So this is Chava speaking now. Um, Shauna had studied um, fashion and I had studied accessories design. And then we both took a specialty called millinery, which is like the art of hat designing. And that's where we met. And that's where we started um, with like classic, like blocked hats and all that kind of stuff. And so we always were very accessories driven, like just our nature. I think even in our personal style, we both love fashion, but we both like have crazy shoe collections, crazy glasses collections, crazy jewelry <laughs> collections. Like we're definitely like very accessories focused, like just in our aesthetic. Um, so it's kind of just like a natural progression in our design sense, you know, like just to, um, and it really evolved. Like, so I was saying we started out with like the blocked hats. And then we like threw out some casual caps and they were very successful. And then we threw out some headbands and then it was really successful. And we like rode that wave for a very long time that morphed into like beanies. And then we rode that wave for a really long time. And then that morphed into um, hair scarves. Like it, the, the tichels and scarves really were just like a little extra that we had. And then it just exploded into what it is. And I anticipate that it will fizzle out and we'll be into something else in the next five years. That's just kind of the nature of how things have worked till now. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen a resurgence of, you know, the, the headscarf and I feel like women are really celebrating, you know, like finding like the joy of wearing it. Whereas in the past, it's always been kind of like, well, I'm not going to wear my, you know, shaitel or my wig today. So I'm just going to put on this scarf and I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like now it's like 
you know, women are just having so much fun with it. They're pairing their earrings. They're yeah, revolving I think you make the whole really outfit around it. Yeah, I, I think, think COVID also had to do with it. It's like people are, you know, they're enjoying their families, their homes. They're not going out as much with, you know, with their fancy wigs and everything. And they say, oh my goodness, I look so amazing in the scarf. It's so much more comfortable. Let's just rock that instead of, you know... Yeah, I think women are a little less apologetic maybe yes. than they were before. Like just feeling like, I mean, I think it's always important. I think we both do think it's important to like look good and feel good, but to like to what level? Like, is it going to be like being uncomfortable, like at the expense like of beauty or can like we find a happy medium to like look really good and be put together and not be schmatza and not be like ragged, but like also not be like incredibly uncomfortable in heels and a wig all the time. Thank goodness. (laughs) 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 So how do you balance the business and design aspects of your brand? That is a very good question. between the two of us thank god there's seven kids and you know very busy life and but we always we almost had like this fashion intuition like the design for us we could do it in our sleep it, it it's such a blessing that the design is just very easy it just it's such a pleasure it's it's an outlet it's fun and it's an excuse for us to just hang out and be together and it's just it's that's like that's the best part it really is yeah and I think like as far as the business part like Sean and I both are very naturally like the creatives and you know that's where our talents lie and we really really it was a slow process for us to develop our business sense it wasn't like you know some partnerships are like one person is dominant in the business and one is dominant in creative like we were both really creative and we just had to figure it out the long, slow, hard road. And like, I'm super proud of both of us because like we stuck with it. We believed in each other and it wasn't always as successful as it could be, you know, but like, but we just figured it out and we like learned and we asked for help. I would like encourage everybody not to be afraid to ask for help when you need it, like just to get the guidance and support. Um, You know, like we don't have to be good at everything all the time. We could be good at knowing what we need help with. And I would say that's how we figured it out. And we, we, I think we both have surprised ourselves at what we, what we were able to accomplish as business women, you know, especially over the last few years. I can imagine. I mean, I myself do not have the head for those, those types of things. Yeah. Did you face challenges along the way? Definitely. Oh yeah. There, there were so many times where it probably would have been easier to just, you know, throw in the towel. There was, you know, competitors along the way and, you know, family stuff. And we just rode the wave. We never, we never gave it up. We always just pushed through and it was, it's just so worth it. It was so worth it because there were definitely times. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Chav, can you think of something? Off yeah, that no, I, I would think like a great yeah. example would be even like we, like we kind of just flowed through the beginning of our business, like from opportunity to opportunity. We just came in with very little expectations. We were just two moms who wanted a creative outlet and we went with it. And then just opportunities came for us. And we, we ended up like at the Javits center at like a trade show just because like somebody asked us to share a booth, not because we're like, yeah, let's get clients and let's 
make this big. We're like, okay, sure. Thanks for the opportunity. So we're there. And like, we had like big brands, like approaching us and asking us for these huge orders. And honestly, we weren't able to fulfill them. We weren't able to do it. And like, we had so many missed opportunities, which like for us was disappointing. And I think for like the, you know, the people who care about us, it was like even way more disappointing for them. Like just to see us like not really be ready for what was coming to us. And like in, in those times, like we could have just like, you know, beaten ourselves up or given up. But we just were like, okay, cool. Yay that we got the opportunity and let's figure out how we could actually meet it the next time. And um, I, I think that was like, you know, some, some wake up calls for us of just like there, there's, there are opportunities and sometimes you're meant to take them. And sometimes it's just great that you had the opportunity and like we weren't fit at the time to be able to scale our business, like in the way that we wanted to have our work-life balance. Like we were both like very dedicated mothers and, um, and not to say that there are other people who are able to like have a huge scale business and be moms, but the way that Sean and I, our nature and everything and balance, like it wasn't for us. Um, but now like, we're so like, we're there, we're there. We're there. And like, you know, it took us a bit to get there and now we're there. So, wow. I mean, I, I feel like sometimes it's the opposite. Like sometimes there's so much, you put so much into it and then you're like waiting for the, the moment yeah. when people yeah. realize what you like, have, you know? Yeah. I feel like our progression is in the right order. Like we were able, we really rocked the mom thing. And then now that our kids are a little bit older, we're able to give so much more and we're making the business so much more. It's just everything is at the right time. Yeah. You know? And I think I feel like, I feel like inspired by our beginning. Like I don't feel sad that we like didn't do. Everything was was a learning experience. Yeah. And like, I feel like it gave us like a certain confidence now. Like imagine like we've been at, we've been doing this for 14 years. So it's like, we've, you know, we were able, fortunately, like in the beginning years, like able to like, you know, see how people um, responded to us, even if we weren't ready for that path, you know? So that definitely gave us confidence, like just to like stay in our, in our comfort zone and in our world here. How would you describe the aesthetic of your head scars, your hats and accessories? I would say like really casual, um, really fun, fun feminine, playful. It's like, yeah, like it's definitely not fancy. No. And it's like, and I wouldn't say it's really sophisticated. It's, it's just, just, it's whimsical. just like, yeah, and whimsical fun. and like, and like, yeah. Happy. Very yeah. happy. I'm smiling. <laughs> Yay! Mission accomplished. <laughs> so walk me through this design process. When you create a headscarf, what do you do? So it's so funny. We, most of the time we agree on everything. There are certain times and I'm like, ew. And Chava's like, yay. And sometimes <laughs> she's like, this is, this is it. And you know, like we're, we're back and forth. But most of the time we really, you know, we'll see a print, we'll see a jewel. And it just, it just, as I said before, it's just so, it, that's the easy part. The design is so I don't even know how to describe it. It just, it comes very, thank well, it's God. A, yeah, thank God it comes natural. And like our process is basically like, you know, before so this different. season, we, um, we have like a general sense of like what we want 
And then we work with our team overseas and we kind of give them like our, our rough ideas and they work on samples for us and then we tweak them. Um, and it's at this point, it's, it's not very hard, like, right. cause we work, we work well with our team. So like, they kind of like know us. And, there definitely was trial and error. Like, yeah. you know, there were seasons where, you know, the scarf came and it was too thick, too thin, right. too short. Right. So, you know, it, it took time, but now it's, it's, yeah. Know. We've like, we've kind of like, we've just like got it down. Like this is like the material that we like to work with and this is the size and these are the crystal sizes and da da And like, you know, so, and I, I think also like each season, like we like to have something like new and fresh, but then there's also certain just like classic things. Like there's, we can't come up with enough star designs. Like just doesn't <laughs> matter. Like how many different ways you show a star, it will automatically sell out. And, but then, you know, and then, so there's like that, like filling like a classic spot. And then there's like, just like new, give us something new for the season. Yeah. I noticed you have a new uh, leopard one. Yeah. yeah. That one we can't, yeah, we cannot keep that. We, yeah. We're already bringing it back for the third or fourth time. I think fourth time. Yeah. yeah. The fourth time. It just sells out. It's just a great, because it's so fun and zany, but it's still, it's a classic. It's like two classics mixed together. Yes. Like leopard is still a classic. <laughs> and then you got stars and like, there's just something about stars on a headscarf that just works. Yeah. And it's called a star is born. Is that like, <laughs> have anything to do with the song or the, yeah. So the, this is Kava. It's like my favorite job. That's the best part. It's Kava. my favorite part. Naming I get to stars. name the scarves. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely. I had, I've had to come up with a lot of different star like catchphrases. Nice. So like I'm running low, but then I was like, a star is born. Yeah. Definitely. was a nod to the song. Very uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is a really hard question, but which head scars from your collection are your favorites? Um, so this is Hava speaking. My like of the of our current season, my favorite is Beach Babe. It's like the stripe one. Um, it's like thick, bold color stripes, and I just loved it because it was something about it was like super like 70s retro. And it could also be like all year round. And I don't know, there's something about it just like spoke to me. Um, and then like, what's my favorite scarf like of all time? I loved the one? pink with the red hearts. It was oh, just so, that's Shauna's favorite. Yeah. The light pink with it the red hearts. So it's so much you. Fun yeah. And so just, I don't even, it's adorable. just a happy, adorable, adorable scarf. Yeah. I wear, like, I tend, like, there are certain scarves that, like, I just fall in love with. And there's the one we have now, it's, like, bugged out. Like, so we had something similar to that a few years ago. I think I still wear it. It's, like, a beige-ish, like, taupey color with, like, big bugs on it. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, and you guys have a, like such cool ways of wearing them like you tie them and there's like a like a sort of like a headband with a knot at the top yeah and then you i i need a tutorial do you have any oh. of those yeah <laughs> you could look on our instagram Chava has them all down pat on the top in the stories um yeah. after after getting to name the scars my second favorite thing is making <laughs> tutorials i love it like it's like i do it in my sleep <laughs> um crossover once crossover twice and then tuck it in the back yeah, um but yeah we definitely like we're really and and there are people who dm us and we'll send like private tutorials for them yeah we love to help you look feel look and feel fresh in your scarf for sure i've even had people facetime us yeah 
Yeah, I mean, this is serious business. You know, we uh -huh. need to uh, maximize the the headscarf. That's also what's so cool. It's like it's a it's a, it's like one item. It's pretty affordably priced, if I say so myself. And you really can have such versatile looks, like just the classic tichel like scarf look or like the Israeli look. My favorite was when yeah. Tav took two scarves and made it into a headband. Like, yeah, there's yeah. There's so much, there's you so much do. to do. Especially if you want like the Israeli vibes, like and you want it like high on your head, you could add a few. Yeah, and like just, <laughs> it's just the so turban look I think is super fashion. Like, you know, it takes something from like a more like, Adel kind of look to just like a like a like a fashion forward kind of vibe but you're still just as comfortable and to be honest like at this point in my life I don't cover my hair for any other reason except for like fun and comfort and I feel like that says a lot it like does. if you're I'm not having to do this I'm choosing to so well I I love the feeling groovy headscarf and tie-dye is something that's it's not going anywhere, you know. Keeps yeah. coming back every year. Yeah. How would you well, style an outfit around this? So the scarf really says it all. Even like a little summer dress, black, white, you know, basic because the scarf is really pop. Like it's it does everything to your outfit. So the outfit doesn't even have to say much. You have a great pair of sandals, flip-flops, and your tie-dye scarf and you're good to go, you know? I could even see somebody like, well, not that we're traveling now because of COVID, but like <laughs> imagine we were and we were wearing like just like a black a sweatpant. Yeah, sarong and a, know? a trip or even it's a, a great size also. It's a little bit longer than our other scarves and it, it's great. You know, you could wrap it as a skirt even. If you yeah. Wanted. And I could also just see you in the airport, like wearing just like a black nice. sweatpants <laughs> and or sweat skirt and sweatshirt and just like having that, like it just, it just like gives you a little extra, like something interesting, but it's like, could be super cash. Yeah. And you've got the bug out sand and eyes on you, which are such fun prints. Um, which headscarves would you say are the most neutral and versatile prints? So if you mean neutral, like um, like neutral palette or like just versatile, I mean, any of the stars are just like, those are always like just, the, well, really, actually, I would say anything with the black background is like what goes the fastest and what people consider neutral. People flock like, to people black. People flock to black, period, end of story. Like that's what's up. <laughs> and we're such, we have such colorful tastes. Yeah. So it took us a while to figure it out. If you have anything black based, you are going to sell it out. That's yeah. Like, so no matter what, as far as like rain. neutral, neutral colors. Yeah. You I think what? the bug out about, um, is very or neutral. The between the lines is a good neutral. Yeah. Also neutral is the weirdest. Like it's like that, that one is really neutral because it goes well with denim Yeah. and it goes well with black and then it also has the color pop. I mean, a lot yeah. of the fall. Yeah. We have a ton of stuff. We're basically like, we're like maxed out on yeah. summer, but our fall is coming in soon and it's, yeah. it's crazy. Thank God. Yeah. So exciting. Mm -hmm. Do you like personally, do you like the, you know, do you like designing for the fall or for the, or for the spring, summer? Spring, summer? spring, summer, definitely. For sure. I think a few years ago, like when we were more heavy into hats, winter was the most exciting. But now that we're doing scarves, it's way more fun to do summer. Yeah. And then also I would say like back in the day when we did headbands, I love doing winter. Yeah. Winter was really fun. Like when you're working with, right. When you're working with like those kind of fabrics, like velvets, 
and tweeds yeah. and winters for winter sure. is so fun and fur i love working with fur mm-hmm. but now that we're like doing scarves summer is way better yeah that does make a lot of sense i mean you yeah. can wear them on top of your shaitel right totally. no for sure for sure like it's yeah, that's it, why we make that's why we do line. fall winter fall is very successful it is it's just it's just, it just it's not just different right if we had to pick a favorite it's yeah. not that favorite so speaking of fall, um, my personal favorite is your cappuccino heart beret. It's so chic and thank you. I feel like it has that French vibe. It's also an amazing <laughs> I love material. Me too. Right? It's almost like a sweater material, so it's super comfy. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I, that also that like heart, patent leather heart right. is like that was our, it's been with us for, for years. years, like years. We used to do that on baseball caps we and on our beanies. Yeah. You just it's like it's such a strong classic like the patent leather and the heart because it's like cute but it's like fabulous and it's hot and it's just yeah and then like that beret is really comfortable and it's warm but it's not like it's you're, not yeah it's not like overpowering like some other winter hats can be definitely a really comfortable easy yeah I mean it's definitely good to know because I do love hats um and whenever Mm -hmm. i wear one i kind of feel like i forgot what oh yes her name is charlotte from sex in the city oh Oh, yeah yeah. i feel like i like i channel her when i'm wearing a hat i don't know love it (laughs) but for you you go girl and you've got your star berets as well so how do you decide about the embellishments because there's so many like ways to go so that also we've been doing this for so many years um and so we've worked with like every kind of stud and crystal you could ever dream of and the star is just works like our like our customers love it we love it it gives like a little extra edge um but it's not too edgy and it's not too cutesy it's just kind of somewhere like this like just sweet spot um and a lot of times we'll make samples like let's say for that that star beret we made a bunch of samples like with different kinds of studs studs. yeah we did a pearl ones we did spike ones and then like we just the star just like the star just stood out as just like the right mix of you know edgy and interesting but not like too much so tell me about your wish collection um i happen to I teach simple classes and I love going jogging and I just feel like it's the perfect collection for the active woman. So, you know, what, what thought process went behind that? It's funny that you talked about jogging because I'm a jogger myself and I felt like all like the Nike caps, all these caps, number one, they were not, they didn't have like the flair. They were nerdy. They were nerdy. They weren't exciting. Also, they were shallow. Like when we're running, we want something that feels very good on our head. It took us a long time to find that exact product. But we, when we found it, we are so excited and happy about the fit of this hat. It's amazing. Yeah, I think like Sean and I, a few years ago, we're definitely like going through a crossroads in our personal lives. And like, we just like recommitted ourselves to Anna and Ava. Like it's just, we really decided like we really, I mean, we were committed to Anna and Ava, but like it was like with, with everything going on in our personal lives, it just was like, this is what we're doing. And we kind of wanted to like, um, offer something that was like fulfilling a need. Like, whereas everything else, it's like, it's a flooded market of beautiful accessories and we're making some more beautiful accessories. But then when we like looked at the athletic stuff, it's like, there is no cute athletic hats period. So it was like, it was like very meaningful 
in that sense to like fulfill a void. And so we decided to like come up like with a whole new branding and just like create like a whole separate line, like to, to start to like try to like fill in the, the void in the market, especially with like the rise of like the athleisure, like fashion. It's so popular. It's crazy. Like how many brands there are in athleisure and nobody makes cute hats. It's like or even just cute. Like (laughs) everything is just like very, very basic, which is nice. Sometimes like you want to have options. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of how we got started. And then Shauna shared with you how we came up with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I've been wearing the same Adidas cap for like the past three years and someone recently <laughs> was basically like Michal you need a new one. <laughs> oh my gosh we need to send yeah, you so a wish hat. For reals. I would love that. I okay would. great. <laughs> and, and so are there ones that you recommend for different activities or can they? No we really like Shauna was saying like she's like you she's a runner um, and she lifts she does weightlifting and stuff like that. I play tennis. Um, and the hats just really work for whatever your active, like whatever your activity is. There's not really, there's not really a place that it doesn't fulfill. Maybe if you're biking, you should wear a helmet and not a hat. (laughs) Yeah. Good point. That is a good point. Safety first. I love the sprint white cap with the, it's a sprint white cap, silver nail head. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. Dry and perforated. Yeah. yeah. It's very easy. Also to- adjustable. Yeah. yeah. It has Everything really has like elastic in the back that also has like a clip. So it's adjustable. It's super comfortable. Our hats are either perforated or they're solid, but they're all dry fit. They're all super light. They're um, easy. They're hand Yeah. Like and they, it's like a nice deep fit. So yeah. And you also now have masks. Right? Yeah. Masks that are so fabulous. <laughs> they are fabulous. I mean, we would rather not have the mask, but when COVID came about, we realized, you know, we definitely should go there because people want to look fabulous and they're not medical grade, but they're, they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. They're I think like once amazing. we realize like that, like mask culture is a thing, we're like, okay, then we're going to make sure that you look so sparkly and fantastic and also just like the mood like when we started with the mask it was just so depressing everybody was just so lost like now I feel like there's a little more semblance of normalcy in life but at the time like it was just a very very bleak time or just like okay we know how to make things sparkly and it will be sparkly on your face like anything just to lift the mood a little bit you know um so that was an interesting project right there yeah, and I mean, like you've got the the um, the one that says hi. And That's got- my favorite one. <laughs> mine is the lips. By the way, my favorite is the hi. Hers is the lips, and those are like our least, least popular. <laughs> our least popular. <laughs> the like, least popular. popular? Yes. yes, we don't understand. It's very confusing because we're we're out there, you know, with our style, but we're able to tone it down. But sometimes, but also, like, I thought how the high anybody was... not want a lips mask. Right, you have, you're covering your lips now. You have fake ones, and it's also, I felt so like fun. high on a mask. It's like high, like we're, we're our whole. That's what I find about so weird about masks is like our eye contact is still like available, but it's not the same. And so, like, I thought that was such a fun, friendly gesture but i guess not everybody feels like how we feel that's (laughs) well (laughs) they like the other ones so what is your most popular one 
I, oh, I think the the, the snake um, skin. skin, yeah, the like snake skin tie dye was huge. Yeah, the tie dye and the snake skin. The stars are great. I mean, they're all really fun and great. That's the but truth. I think the most popular was the snake yeah. skin. That one. Yeah, snake skin surprisingly is a neutral like snake. Yeah, yeah, the animal yeah. print. I think. Yeah. yeah, you're totally right, and that's reflective of our scarves too. Our animal prints always do really well. So yeah, I mean. I, it's just amazing to like, I feel like this whole thing like was thrown upon us and like Mm -hmm. now, I don't know, like we got used to this new normal, but Mm -hmm. but then when you think about it, you're like, wow, like, like this is really like when you look around, you're kind of like, oh, this is what we're doing. Right. Okay. Right. Right. No, I, I just, I actually just said it to my husband. Like if you take a step back and realize what's going on, it's just too much. You know, it's crazy. Like masks. We have to wear masks. Our little so kids crazy. have to wear masks. On the way to school. I went to take my kids to school yeah, today. Yeah, see the kids. No, I forgot their masks. Oh. I had to pull over at a bodega and buy masks so my kids could go to school. <laughs> you need to keep a box of them in your car. Yeah. That I ordered on Amazon after, right afterwards. But yeah. I know. It's, you know, it's not like total. It's not completely second nature yet. No. no, especially for the little ones. And also because, like, we just started school routine. Like, we've been home, whatever, wearing masks. We haven't, like, been going to school. So it's, like, a whole new a whole new routine. Definitely. But at least with your masks, you can have fun with it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I love color. You, I know you guys love color and print. Um and for example, you have an amazing accessory collection where you've got these printed ties mm. that wear either on a collared shirt or a dress. So how do you recommend wearing them and styling them? So we, Sean and I, like, like for sure, like me personally, like my favorite way to wear it is like wrapped around my bun or my pony. Yeah. Um, I or think, even a half pony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that look. That's my favorite of all the looks. Um, and then I would say my second favorite look is like tying it like a bow tie. I think that's so sharp. So oh my God. I can't with even a, deal. With a blouse. Yeah. It's with so like a blouse great. on a woman. You even throw it around like on a jean skirt, like around a belt buckle. Yeah. On a belt loop. Su- super cute. You can do it around your wrist, like around a bracelet. You can put it on, on your handbag. Um, you can tie it like a regular headband. It's really cute and fun. Yeah, those are really amazing, like little gifts, like extra. And they were so well priced. Yeah, mm-hmm. great for Hanukkah. They were great. Yeah, great for birthday gift. Yeah, I mean, um, I just it's it's just fun, you know, something to like add a dose of personality to your look. Exactly. Somebody, totally. somebody styled it around their ankle with like oh, um loafers, my. and it was so Amazing. hot. It was so chic. Yeah, yeah that looks really good. That. That I'm sure we did. Yeah. You guys are so cute. I want. I'm Thank like, you. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, I just wanted to commend you because I feel like your branding and your, you know, your accessories, I really feel like the connection between who you guys are and what, and, and the product, which is, I think, really amazing. Thank you. That's really really nice. Yeah. Thank you. And you've said, you know, you said about your brand that you believe in finding beauty in every woman and helping Mm. it shine through. Yeah. So, how do you think that fashion style can cultivate inner beauty? 
Good question. I think when you wake up in the morning and you're having like a yucky day and then you wear something cute and that first compliment that you get, like it's just a ripple effect. It makes you feel happy and it's just, it brings out good vibes and good feeling, you know? Yeah. And I think I love what Shauna just said. I feel like um, every, everything is like part of a process. So it's like you could start from the fashion or you could start from before the fashion, but like anything you're doing for yourself that feels good, that is beautiful, then like it's going to generate good feelings and beauty, you know? So like, you're not a beautiful person because you put beautiful clothes on the outside, but like if you put beautiful things on the outside, it can help you just to feel like the feeling of beauty. Um, And I think that we just try to do things like, or when we try to do things that, um, that put us in that trajectory, it just really, it really, I don't know. I'm losing my words, but yeah. (laughs) Oh, I totally get it. I mean, when I'm wearing a, you know, a pretty pair of earrings or whatever it is, if it's, you know, lipstick, you know, something that just like makes me feel happy, you know, exactly. Took a few minutes out of my day to, you know, find that, you know, cute beret or, you know, whatever it is. I, yeah, I think it uh, makes me feel like, okay, I've given myself that time and it just puts me in a good mood. I, I, I love that you said that. Like, right. Like you're giving your giving of yourself for yourself. And then what's interesting is that when you go out in the world, once you've done that for yourself, you create more points of connection. So when you have a cute beret on and then someone like has like when you're talking to them, they're able to be like, I love your beret. It's like a point of connection. And then you're like, oh, I love your lipstick. Oh, another point of connection. And not to say if somebody shows up like, you know, not fashionable or not put together, it doesn't mean they can't have points of connection, but it definitely like makes that not an option. Like you're not going to say, I really love your schlubby look. Today. Right. <laughs> you know, conversation. Right. Going. Yeah. So it connects people. Yeah. So what do you think, how important is sisterhood and female empowerment to your brand? Um, I think it's like super important to us. Like, and that also will like be totally honest and vulnerable here that like it's evolved. Like when we started, we were very young and we 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 were felt very threatened at certain points in our in our business. Like especially like after the first couple of years, there was like a huge trend of like everyone and their mother had had band companies. It's and- funny, Chava's always been though. I'm giving her a compliment now. Like I'm laughing because she was, has always been my rock. Like I'd be like, we're done. I can't take the competition anymore. And she never let me go there. Like she's like, we got this. We're not stopping. We're better than everybody. And that's it. And that's how it was. Like we just always push through, you know? And I, so I think like, thank you, Shauna. You're welcome. (laughs) And I think like in that light, like, so, there were times where it felt very hard like to connect to the women in our industry because we felt like a certain threat or maybe one of us did. And then the other one just loved the other one so much that like we just like honored <laughs> that. But anyways, over the years we grew and we evolved to realize that like we're very talented and we love what we do and just like stay focused on that and nobody can touch that. And there's enough like opportunity and there's enough prosperity in the world for all of us to be successful. 
And so like in our own maturity, in ourselves and our belief in ourselves and in our brand and our, I guess, Amuna and like that all of our needs will be, will be met. Then like we were able to like start to be able to like, you know, see other women as, um, as like people who we can support and can support us. And we were able to share information and just try to support people in whatever, you know, whatever they're trying to grow and develop themselves. So now I would say like, yeah, like female um, partnership, empowerment, sisterhood, sharing of resources, you know, rooting for each other, showing up for each other has become something very, you know, very meaningful for us. I think it's a really important lesson um, because I think that's something that I struggled with also just, you know, it, it's hard because especially like, you know, on Instagram, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it, it feels like, oh my God, you know, this person just posted something. I have to post it. I have to post something and like, or you're just, it's overwhelming. It really it, is. It can be, it can be overwhelming, but then, yeah. you know, at the same time, then you realize, okay, like, well, this, you know, they, they have, like you said, you know, they have a different point of view than I do, you know? Yeah. Right. yeah. And I think also like, like we all have something different to offer, even if you're in the exact same industry or you're in the exact same like if you're both bloggers or whatever it is or you're both this like there's still another perspective and there's still and sometimes also it's like it's kind of a tough bullet to swallow but sometimes people are just going to be quote better than you like and it's not really they're better than you it's just in the way that you want to be and you're perceiving things to be they might just be better than you and that's okay okay. like you still have yeah and you still have a place in the world and it's not like you we don't have to be anybody else except the greatest of ourselves. So even if we're going to be a fashion brand and we're just not going to be the this one or that one, if we're going to be a blogger and we're not going to be one that's like, you know, reaches to this bajillions of followers, like that's okay. doesn't mean that you got to stop. It doesn't mean that you're not successful in your own right. doesn't mean that you're not impacting the people that you want to impact. You know, like it's just kind of like a regrouping of what are, what are your goals? What is it that we want? And are you accomplishing them? And if you're accomplishing them, then nobody can touch that as nothing to do with anybody outside of yourself. So that's been like very grounding for me, like to feel and be successful in who we are. Yeah. Agreed. So basically concentrating on your own goals, yourself. Yeah. Your- yeah. And that's a big thing to not, you know what? It Obviously it's on Instagram and it's out there and you're going to see it, but it's what you take from it. And if you feel like you can't see it, then shut yourself off for a few days. If you feel like you're too overwhelmed by the competition or exactly what you said, she's saying this, what am I going to say? Like, just give it a break and just regroup yourself and, you know, figure it out for yourself because that's the bottom line, you know, what works for you and your audience. Yeah. I think also with Sean and I, like we struggled over the years with Instagram, like we were like, why don't we have more followers and like, like having this sense of like, what's up? And like, at the end of the day, like we have like I don't remember the fancy word that the marketing girl uses for it but like like the the people that follow us are, are all, all real. they're all real we followers like followers. they're 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 actively engaged they're buying our stuff they're you know so the number might not be in the tens of thousands but it's like the actual it's like it's There's like gold what we have you know so if we go into the perspective of how many followers do you have 
then we could start to feel kind of crappy. But then when you go to like, whoa, how many of our people like buy from us or love us or are repeat customers or, or, you know, send us their pictures. You know how many people send us pictures privately say, please don't post this. They just want us to have nachas from like their nachas. And all the emails. Yeah. And just like, really it's amazing. like that stuff is like freaking like the, this is like the this juice of the why, life. This why is what we're doing. Yeah. I didn't even know why. I didn't even know that until I experienced it. Like, this is what it's about. Like, nobody can tell me that I'm not successful. Like when you, when that's, when that's happening in my life, you know, like that's amazing. We are literally making a product that makes people so happy. They just want us to know how happy they are. It was great. Oh, that's so heartwarming. That's so, that's <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, $2 from each mask sale is donated to Hatsala. So how did that come about? So it's funny. Um, Hatsala over COVID. I mean, we've heard so many amazing stories, not just over COVID all the time. Hatsala, they're just selfless, amazing people. Um, and we just felt that we're always giving back. It's like, thank God, it's like second nature to both Chava and I and our families. So it wasn't, it was like a no brainer, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like we, like Shauna said for us, like that just, I think even just in our culture, I think it's just like built in, like you get, you give back. And so when it came to the mass, we wanted to just um, like make it a little more public just to get people generating like that idea. Like, so hopefully that like people will just recognize Hatsala and, you know, give them a little love as well. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's unbelievable, you know, all the, you know, the first responders and every, you know, all those people, what they do every day. It's amazing. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, so, so can you give us like a little sneak peek about what, of what your fall collection looks like, but don't give too much away. <laughs> sure. We're working on a few beanies that are going to be in um, natural materials. We usually use synthetic because they're just, they wear well and they're warm. But we were, we we're trying out, like, we haven't confirmed it yet, but definitely some more natural materials. Um, and the scarves, I, the scarves. you're going to see plaid, and you're going to see pinstripe, like, real. I can't even remember. Yeah, we did plaid it a That's yeah. really good. Um, just <laughs> very earthy, wintry, yummy. And we have some prints. florals that, like, translate yes. well for fall. And, and we're, we're going to bring in... Um, some really cool like varsity vibe patches. Yeah, we want to do beanies. yeah our beanies with patches. This super season. super fun and cute. Oh my yeah. gosh! Ooh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> yeah. I I love the dark florals and I love uh, um you know just I mean just like the back to school but like yeah yeah exactly yeah. So what are super your goals fun. for the future of your brand? I think Sean and I just like want to continue on the trajectory that we're on. We want to continue like growing this business, be very hands-on involved. I think we'll probably always stay in accessories if I, you know, like. Yeah, if I'd have to guess, we're not, we're not going to do um, clothing. Yeah. And love our accessories. I think we just like, you know, the more short-term goals, we would like to reach a broader audience, like yes. stepping outside of maybe like um, to, you know, obviously staying with women, but maybe stepping outside of, um, only, you know, most of our customers are in the Jewish community and we love that. And that's home. That's familiar. And we would love to just like expand on that into like the community of just women in general and see how we could reach them. 
Um, yeah, I would say those are like, those yeah. are our goals right now. Yeah. Wow. So basically world domination. Basically. Yes, yeah. World it. sparkulation. <laughs> Sparkle oh around the world. That's- I mean, I love that. And thank you so much for joining us. My, our pleasure. Thank you. You are so easy to talk to and you've got such, such fun energy. You're super fun. We can't wait to meet you in person. Yeah. Yeah. I can can deliver you a hat. a, A Starbucks and mask meeting sounds, sounds perfect like <laughs> and tell Amazing. everyone where to find you you have a website what's your website annaavashop.com and they can also check you out on instagram right yeah on anna and ava amazing yeah, yeah. we would love to see you all there definitely <laughs> Well, thank you so much again. And um, I can't wait. I'm so excited for the future of your brand. Thank you. Thank Thank you you so much. And best of luck to you with everything you're doing. I hope you continue to be as successful as you want to be and to keep reaching your dreams and your goals. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Fashion Detour. I'm available for personal styling and personal shopping. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can always reach out to me through my email, michal at thefashiondetour.com. And on Instagram, you're welcome to direct message me at The Fashion Detour for any of your shopping and styling needs and questions. Thank you so much and have a great week.
never gonna stop. No, 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 no. 